Hello and welcome to the I Know Nothing About Beer podcast. I am your host, Al the Brewer, and I am so glad you are listening today. This podcast is for anyone that wants to learn more about craft beer and the culture that surrounds it. Whether you're brand new to the scene or a vet of craft beer, I hope you find something to take away from this podcast. So, pour yourself a beer, pull up a bar stool, and enjoy. Cheers. everybody and welcome to the i know nothing about beer podcast how in the world are you doing today thank you so much for joining me and ah, oh, i'm loving continuing season four i'm digging it i hope you've been liking season four too bring you a fun one today brianna from instagram account the beer monger brianna i have known um we've met several times in person through different beer groups um obviously not really through 2020 but um we got to know each other over instagram a bit just following you know different beers and breweries here in the dfw beer scene um through a couple of her posts i found out the different jobs that she had done and i was like oh you've kind of done a little bit of everything in the beer world would love to talk to you on the podcast about what it's like working in the beer industry and just kind of um, the side of uh, her perspective of doing so many different jobs. So um, looking forward to presenting that to you in just a little bit. Real quick, don't forget, everybody, if you are liking this podcast, liking the content I'm pu- putting out here, um, would you please consider giving a five-star review um, on Apple Podcasts? That helps us out so much on the podcast just to bring us out to the forefront a little more um also i've got a patreon going patreon.com slash i know nothing about beer find out the perks of joining that community it again really truly helps support this podcast out in such a great way all right follow share subscribe you know the thing follow me at al the brewer and everybody have yourself a good rest of the day let's get into this interview i'm excited cheers everyone And hello, everybody, and welcome to the I Know Nothing About Beer podcast. How in the world are you doing out there today? Oh, I'm excited. I'm excited. I have. I, okay, I, I want to say that I, I know we've met a couple times in person, but really a lot of our relationship here is through Instagram. I have Brianna Beermonger on, uh, on the line with me. How are you doing, Brianna? Hey, I am good. How's it going with you? You know what? Um, I'm going to let you into a little personal life right now. Um, I tested positive for the Rona and I've been in quarantine for more than a few days now. And, um, as much as I love going through, <laughs> and I will be finishing off Shit's Creek tonight. Um, I am kind of ready to see my family again. <laughs> oh, I bet. <laughs> yeah. Like human interaction again. Yeah. Now, now, thankfully, um, I have had no major symptoms. I had a cold earlier last week. And uh, what I thought was cold, I decided to get tested. I got a positive. And then the day that I was got the positive, I went into quarantine. Um, and my family's well. I am well. If the worst that, yeah. you know, the Rona gives us, our family is like um, me having a uh, what was like a light cold for a couple of days, I will take that. And I wish that was right before Christmas, not like right at Christmas. Well, here's the deal. Um, not, I mean... 
yes, but like none of my family, no one in the house can now go out to celebrate Christmas oh, no. with everybody else. So we're having a very personal Christmas, we're calling it. Um, we are definitely going to do family stuff. Um, we're very thankful for like Google Duo and all those other fun apps. But um, we're just pushing off like the major Christmas thing with the family in the area till a little later. Yeah, that makes per- total sense. I would do the same thing. Yeah, yeah. We, we, you know, be cautious, people. Take, take, you know, get yourself don't be well. Dumb. Yeah, yeah. Don't, I don't want to be giving anybody to Rona. So, no, 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 no. But, Brianna, how in the world are you doing? I am good. I am actually on the first vacation that I have really been able to take. Yay. Since I started my job last July. Okay. Every PTO day I've had has had to go to either my broken foot. Or my back that I threw out twice. So it's like my body is finally just like now relaxing and unwinding. And I don't have to go to work for eight more days. Yes. Great. That, that is a very fun feeling. <laughs> I, when I was, at, when I was working, vacation was really always looking forward to. Now that I'm a stay-at-home dad, like this is the closest thing I've had to a vacation. And my wife was actually telling me like, you know, take your time in this. Um, <laughs> so I'm trying to enjoy it. I've been working on some projects, but um yeah, this has been interesting. Um, this okay. is a good sleep. Yes, I mean, it's it's a nice little break. But, all right, here we go. I am excited to talk to you because I... Okay, let me, let me put it this way. While we had met a couple times here and there, um, I saw that you were on Instagram talking about something about how you used to be in the beer industry... And I was like, oh, what have you done? And next thing I know, I hear that you've done nearly everything in the beer industry. I'm like, ooh, I would like to. You've done a little bit of everything. Yeah. So, yeah, do you just want me to start from the beginning or? Um, Well, you know, I just uh, we'll 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 get to that in just a little bit. But um, I would love to know what is your own personal history in the craft beer? Like what are the beer or the beers that got you started into craft beer? So I was thinking about that earlier today, actually. I was trying to remember. I feel like the earliest memories that I have would be with either Raw Blonde or Raw, the Raw um, Red or Amber or whatever it is. That oh, yeah, yeah. And um, Fireman's Four. Fireman's Four. To, okay. Yeah, yeah. I know those beers. And when I used to go to Austin, we would get real all the time. Mm-hmm. And I feel like my very first beers were that were craft were somewhere in that realm okay um when my brother played baseball for the fort worth cats they always had raw in the bottle and so Mm -hmm. we would drink that there or whenever i would go down to austin i would always try to drink whatever local beer that they had oh cool on tap and i feel like i remember fireman's four being one of my very first ones gotcha and i also remember it just came to mind I remembered uh, the, I think it's called the Thirsty Goat from Thirsty Planet. They're, they had a really good amber, too. The Thirsty Goat. I do not rem- I do not know that one at all. I mean, great name, but. It, it has a, the, I might be mistaken on the name, but the, the logo is a goat with a bucket on its head. I mean, why not? I think that's what it's called. It, it's a, I haven't had it in a, while, in a while, but it's like I'm picturing this. This logo in my head, and I know that my in-laws get it sometimes, but I feel like that was an early one too. Awesome. So, so those are the beers that kind of got you into craft beer, and did that relate into you getting into craft beer as a career, or was that just kind of a separate deal altogether? 
that was definitely a separate deal altogether. Okay. Um, it, it started off with, um, I was going to, um, roll a beer on the SMU Boulevard location. That's sadly no longer there. Um, made friends with their GM who moved to Arlington and then I happened to move to Arlington as well. And, um, we just became really good friends and I joined a couple of beer groups and mm-hmm. responded to some ads. And then now that kind of ended up being where I got started was responding to Facebook ads. Really? So you just saw a Facebook yep. ad like, yeah, I could help out with beer. What was the first one that you did? The first, the very first one that I did mm-hmm. was I honest, I don't even remember if I was halfway through paralegal store or not. Mm-hmm. But it was really, really, really early on when I had just moved back. And Brian Burton with, at the time, Grapevine Now Hopper is saying, posted mm-hmm. something that he's looking for a, a, a intern brewer, or I forget what exactly how he described the position. But I was like, oh, cool, like evenings and you know mornings, I can do that because I was only going to school two nights a week. Gotcha. And I interned under him for almost two years. Oh, wow. And and by interning, do you mean like like the brewing and everything from that side? Um, I worked a lot with um, with him and uh, Sean Kidwell, um, who's now at uh, now owns Cowtown. And I I started off washing kegs, and they taught me how to uh, to CIP or to clean tanks, and mm-hmm. they walked me through the brewing process. I milled thousands, I'm sure, pounds of grain. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, it's just a, it was a lot of grunt work, but it was it was fun when, you know, when you're learning to get all that experience and to gain all that knowledge. Yeah. And I learned I was very fortunate that I learned from really talented people. You know, um, I was just thinking about this, like Brian from Grapevine now hops thing. I'm like, I think, and I, I just looked it up real quick, but yes, I actually interviewed him on the podcast last season. Um, really right. cool guy, yeah. Super cool guy, isn't he? Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. Um, uh, and I mean, I love the, I love the story that he had to say and like the contract, we did a whole episode on contract brewing with him, which was so inform, uh, informative and which is like, like so many questions answered for me. Um, but he was just a really fun guy. Really great, uh, chat with him. He's one of those people I can just say, Hey, Brian, talk to me about whatever xyz subject and i can just learn so much in a 30 minute conversation with him yeah and he's also done like fishing in the alaskan uh -hmm. alaskan strait or whatever uh peninsula and uh yeah that's that's a whole world of stories in and of itself oh absolutely yeah um so you're at grapevine and you that's the first place that you worked and that was just through a a facebook ad yes correct. that's awesome i love that (laughs) like sure i'll come to work (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean, it just kind of, it just kind of worked out, and you know, it, it's I didn't actually get paid until I became a rep, which that's later on down the road. But it's I still feel like the knowledge that I gained there, and the relationships that I still have through working there hmm. were more than enough. Gotcha, gotcha. And, and then, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was about to say, and just uh, one of the things you were saying is that you were talking you you Brian and then Sean over at Cowtown Brewing, which is in here right. in Fort Worth as well. Um, I feel like the Fort Worth area, and I'm sure this is like for many places, but that there's brewers that just travel. You have, oh, yeah, you can go, oh, he worked here, and then they worked there, and then she worked here, and then 
um, it's not a sense of like that. It's not a loyalty to one place that like you may leave a place, but it's a um, opportunity seeking opportunities that you may not be able to have at the place that you're at. Or I feel like there's not um, at least that I know of not a lot of like drama that goes around in the, the DFW Brewers scene of like, well, I'm leaving here because blah, 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 blah. Like um, I agree. I feel like um, I would say for the most part, um, I feel like if somebody's leaving a position, it's that they want to better their career. Mm-hmm. And, you know, nine out of 10 times, their employer is supportive of that because yeah. they can't always, you know, when I was actually trying to get into beer as a, even a, a part-time thing, Brian is always saying, you know, if you can find somebody that'll pay you, like, like tell me that. how I can help you do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because it's 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 nice to volunteer, but you're also looking at your volunteers going, I'd, I'd like to pay you. <laughs> right, I'm like I'm volunteering twelve hours a week. I would, I would like to to make money on that twelve hours a week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so uh, what was it? Grapevine now, Hop and Sting, your first you know quote beer place. Then you started first repping for them. <laughs> okay, it was where I, it was where I started and where I ended, and I'm I'm I have a few in between. Gotcha. I went from there to Southern Star. Okay. And what's really special to me about Southern Star is my interview of Southern Star is actually where I met my now boyfriend of four and a half years. Oh. And um, I found that we just happened to have our first date after that interview. Hmm. And um, again, it was I responded to a Facebook post and um aubrey had said yeah you know come let's have an interview and i worked with seven star i really don't remember what the exact time frame is i feel like it was maybe about a year mm-hmm. um and then i went from there i was doing brand ambassador stuff you know helping out at the festivals and um doing night mm-hmm. nights and pacings and that type of stuff and Helping promote the brand. Gotcha. I went from there to Nobleray, where I did the same thing. Mm-hmm. And I did, um, excuse me, I did, you know, more pint nights and pastings, and pastings were my big thing. Um, promoting the brand as much as I can, and I did some tap room events and things like that. And then I ended up um, bartending kind of halftime ish at. Uh, Petacola, so I was there probably three or four nights a week, and then I ended up at Hopkinsing as a as a full time rep. Okay, gotcha. And so there's my there's my resume in a nutshell. <laughs> so you've you've literally jumped around, and I'm trying to think. I I I don't think I've been to Southern Star. Um, I have been once. You have been once. They have a really cool facility. Okay. Um, oh, because they're a distributor, aren't they? No, Southern Star's a brewery. They're um, in Conroe. Okay, they I have Bob Cobbland. Okay, I have not been there. I'm getting all all sorts of mixed up. Okay, so um, you have worked for breweries, breweries, and breweries all over this little area. Uh, um, and so you've really actually watched this area grow up from being... And it's crazy, yeah, because when I moved here, I moved back. I'm from the DFW area originally, but I've been in Lubbock for 10 years, moved back, and I moved back in 2013, and I felt like all that... I had as an option was Rar, Martin House, Franconia, and Petacolis. 
Okay, so I, f- I feel like that was about it. I moved here in 2013. <laughs> no, sorry, oh, nice. twi- no, uh, sorry, 20. Oh my goodness, 2015. Sorry, uh, in into Texas in 2015. So a couple of years after you, and oh, it wow. was from Southern California, and it was I was in the Allen area, and so it was just, uh, what's it called? Um, oh, the one up north, up by that way, the German was it one. Nine what? Was it nine band? No, I mean I was on there at opening night at Nine Band. Tups. Nope, was there before they helped them out set up some of their stuff. Um, the one just north of that. Um, oh my goodness, this is killing me. Nine oh three. Nope, there's another one. It's a German one. Um, Franconia. Franconia, thank you. I mentioned Franconia earlier. <laughs> I'm sorry, I did not understand. I didn't understand it. Um, yeah, Franconia. Okay, Franconia. Yeah, Franconia first. Um, and I remember looking up a map before I got here and, you know, went to Google Maps and went craft breweries and like three places popped up. And I was like, oh, no, what am I doing? Like none of the, Yeah. Like they're all they were all so spread out. Yeah. And now within a let's just say a 15 minute radius of me, I have three nations. I have breaking is it breaking bead, breaking brew, a metery. Yep. And I'm used within of the few minute radius me and i'm sure that there's a couple more that waving out but yeah the, the scene here has has grown up so much um from when i've got from when i got here and you got to be within you know behind the bar watching it all grow up how was that that and you know i thought that that was really interesting to me just i literally watched a local industry grow right in front of me hmm and I watched places that succeeded and I watched places that failed. And it was just so, it was almost like a phenomenon to me and just watching how some of these places just did so, so well. And some of these places who I thought made stellar beer just couldn't get it off the ground. Hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it was, I just, that whole science of it was just so interesting to me watching mm. just watching that bloom and i feel like since i've been here gosh 35 breweries have opened up at least yeah i think by last count there were depending on how you want to count like north texas there were about 70 breweries opened in the area and that's and it, it also defines it also questions sorry my boyfriend just started laughing when he said no. 70 but um no but oh but anyway um the and also, the, you know, what what am I trying to say? It also depends on what you define as North Texas. Yeah. Like some people count like going all the way to Waxahachie and all as far south as Waco, and some people count just the DFW area. You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. So you started doing all these jobs. Um. You went from you know brewery to brewery, doing anything from behind the bar to being brew house to repping and all these other fun things um i in i'll put it this way before i started in uh what's called because i i got to pour behind the bar for a little while i did a a hot second at at a brewery um you know i think there's this like uh there's this curtain 
you know, that you get to see the people at the brewery and the people pouring and there's a little bit of like romanticism about like, oh, how cool would that be to like work in a brewery and to pour beer and all these other things. <laughs> and then you get behind the bar and there's like the yes, there's the, the, the fun part of that. And then there's like, oh, yeah, the reality of that. Um, and I, I almost call it like there's beer as like the fun and beer is like what we think about as beer and having fun with your friends and sharing. And then there's beer as product, which is like, yo, we got to sell this stuff. Um, right. So seeing as you've done all these jobs, what are what were, we'll start with? Uh, what were some of the perks of working in the craft beer industry for you? I mean, number one for me, is I learned oh, working under Brian Burton and Sean Goodwell. Um, primarily Brian, I just, I learned and, um, and, uh, John Powell, I learned so much about work ethic. I learned mm. just some very invaluable traits that I needed that I still use in my current profession. Yeah. And I learned, I just learned so much and I met so many great and wonderful people that I've mm. known for seven years who, I would not have met otherwise craft beer, especially in the North Texas area is such a deep, deep, deep community. And even though I haven't been a part of it for a year and a half, I still feel like I'm a part of it. Mm, I gotcha. Yeah. It, there's it's this community. Um, how do I put this? I, I heard someone say that um, this, the, the town is like, this town is, uh, I heard someone say something about like uh, the, show business but it's this you know beer business show business nothing alike but the the comment that was said was like you know this town is just big enough that you can learn everybody's secrets and i feel like like dfw brucine is just small enough that you can still get to know everybody in it if you really want to oh absolutely i feel like i knew at least one person at every brewery yeah and it's like my boyfriend and I made a joke. There was one weekend when we went out. I think we went to maybe five or six breweries over a two or three day period. Mm -hmm. And he was like, I want to go somewhere where you don't know somebody. Like, I just <laughs> want to find some random brewery where you don't know somebody. And I went to where I thought I didn't know somebody. Mm -hmm. And it turns out a friend of mine was like randomly picking up a bartending shift. Gotcha. And he was like, oh, okay. Like, and it's just, it really is a tight knit community. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the community here is is it's very tight knit, and generally, I'll say about ninety nine percent of the time, that's a really positive thing. Agreed. Yeah, yeah. Um, what are some other perks? Because I think the one that comes to mind for most people is like, oh, get free beer. That that could be a perk and a downfall. <laughs> like there <laughs> there were, I mean, there were times when, gosh, I I would have at any given point in time six cases of beer in my house, and but. I mean, yeah, the, the free beer and, you know, the discount merch and the free merch. I mean, you know, mm -hmm. that, that's always rolling good. But, like, I, I just had to purge my closet. Uh, I think I had some close to 50 brewery t-shirts. And I'm like, why do I have all these? <laughs> so so my wife has literally looked at my shirts going, you need something else. Like, right, you, you, need, my, you need different stuff. And I'm like, My what? coworker teased me. My coworker actually teased me. Um, I had I had made fun of him asking if he only wears Dallas Stars t-shirts, and he clapped back at me and said, "Do you only own brewery shirts?" I'm like, "Well, yeah, fair oh, enough." Yes, okay, <laughs> yes. So I mean, yeah, it's there. You know, there there were definitely perks as far as like merch and free beer and all that, but um, 
you know, was, there were times when, just if I'm being straight up honest, there were times when I would have five or six cases of beer, and then be, oh, mm. I'm going to drink a beer just because I have five or six cases of beer. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And so I, that that could be a perk or it could be a downfall, just depending on on how you handled all that. I think that um, so when I when I worked at a brewery and then when I've I've been just you know getting to know people at breweries um i i love having a podcast because it's like i get to keep a toe in the the beer industry and you just get to know people and sometimes they'll be like oh yeah hey let me just show you this over here in the back and you'll get to walk you know they'll take you to like the beer fridge and the beer fridge mean the fridge in like the brewery where they hold all the hops and the yeast and i you you see all these beers back there that that are either like for staff or like for um you know because everybody in staff gets a little bit of beer to take home and then you just see like the piles of like beer in the back they're like oh yeah i gotta get to that sometime and close the door and and just, oh yeah so and so brewery would would drop this off and i i remember we had a day mm-hmm. where um just so many breweries would bring by beer and we just on email saying come raid the fridge and take what you want yeah <laughs> like because they're just sort of collect and beer does have an expression date at some point yes it does yeah i mean there's some beers that are fun to age but not the ones that generally not the ones that are sitting like the next to the the the, the bag of yeast that you know um has now become a specimen you, know, you don't want the case of ipa that's been sitting next to the fermenter no you a, don't no <laughs> no not at all um what other perks am i missing what are the things that made you go man i love working in beer it was, I'm just going to wrap back to you. It was the people that I got to work with and the people that I got to meet. And mm. I mean, that that was really it for me. I mean, a lot of the people who I'm still friends with today, I've met through mm-hmm. in one way or another, whether they were working for another brewery or whether I met them at a share or whether I just met them at the bar. It's, I mean, the the people that I met were, were the biggest perk. Awesome. I love that. I love hearing that. Um, okay, let's move on from perks on to challenges. What were some of the challenges of working, you know, all these different jobs in the beer industry that you did? I feel like when I came in, the brewery industry was starting to get saturated with more applicants than there were open positions. Hmm. And I, I didn't go to journeyman school and I was trying to figure out you know, I I was in my mid twenties. I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do, and yeah, um, I thought, oh hey, this might be fun. And I, while I was learning, I I didn't have the the education, the journeyman to, to back it up. And I still, even though I interned as long as I did, I still didn't have the experience to back it up. And I feel like. Mm a lot of these places were hiring people with significantly more experience than I was. And it was, you know, Hey, where did, where did you come from? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And, and, and that's perfectly well and fine. And that's really how it should be. It just seems like there right now. And I believe currently still in the industry, there's a lot more people interested in working for a brewery than there are breweries open. Hmm. I, 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 coming from a home brewing background, I haven't home brewed now. Oh my goodness, it's two years now. 
um, since <laughs> a little before the birth of my second daughter. Um, when, when COVID is open and your or when COVID is done and your daughter's older, get back to that. Uh, yeah, I, that is that is. I think that's going to be on 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 my twenty twenty one vision board. We'll say, um, yeah. Um, but um, <laughs> um, one of the things as a as a home brewer, I think there's always the um, there's always a romanticism about like being a brewer at a professional brewery. I got over that really quickly because I didn't want to be a janitor the rest of my life because I feel like Oh, I got over it really quickly, yeah. but it, yeah. Yeah, because that's that's generally what brewers do is you're you're creative about 10% of the time then you're a janitor the other 90. Um, the the first thing that to just to add on to that, one of the please. first things Brian told me was when I first started on my very first day, he said brewing is 90% cleaning and 10% brewing. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's like, a, yeah, that, it's a lot correct. of cleaning. Yeah. 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 Um, and so I think that everybody, you know, everybody brewing at some point in time goes, how cool would it be to work in a brewery? And now I have no illusion about that at all. And it's like to, to a point it is, but it, it's so much more hard work than than people realize. I mean, there's so much heavy lifting and there's so many. I mean, canning days are just ruthless on your back. Mm-hmm. and it's like they're fun mm-hmm. but you know three hours into it you're like okay i'm over this yeah they can they can um i, I never had to do a canning day thankfully Lucky. but Lucky i you. i've i've, I've <laughs> <laughs> but i've done enough uh i i've shovel grain more than a few times and i've you know uh I, I've I've got the general gist. I did just enough in a brewery to know like, oh yeah, this is a lot of work and no, I do not want to pursue this as like my life's career. Right. Yeah. Um and since you're mentioning it, you know, that you know, uh applicants are outweigh the uh the the, the jobs. For somebody thinking about getting into beer as a career, um, uh, especially here in the DFW area, but just in general, anybody listening. Um, what advice would you give them for someone that would be like, Hey, I want to get into beer thinking about it. Maybe dip my toe into it. What would be some of those things to do? This is what I would have to say to people. Um, especially maybe somebody who's a little older, like, you know, it, I would first start talking to people. Okay. And just visiting the breweries that you like. And just start talking to people and start feeling people out and start asking people questions and get those honest answers that thankfully I was given up very early on in the game mm-hmm. and see if this is something that you would want to dedicate all your time to mm-hmm. and then start maybe picking up a bartending shift or picking up an internship like I did and definitely go through getting your TABC and definitely go through getting your journeyman. Because I feel like that was why I got passed up a lot was I didn't have my journeyman. And quite frankly, I went through five years of bachelor, of getting my bachelor degree. And I went through my paralegal program. I want I want to go to my journeyman as well. You know what I mean? Um, explain so, journeyman for people that don't know. Uh, so journeyman, from what I understand, is essentially, is, uh, essentially where you are going to school to get a degree of being a brewer. Gotcha. Um, I I knew about the Sybil Institute, um, that does uh, formal beer training, and there's um, I think the there's the Brewing Institute in Chicago as well, that uh, offers a 
a, a very deep dive into brewing. Um, both of those things where, I mean, I believe you're taking OCHEM and a couple other classes. It's just the, a lot of chemistry. It's yeah. brings a lot of chemistry. It's John Powell and uh, Lane, Lane Joseph would talk just math to me and it would all go right over my head. And it's, it's, I'm not a math person and it's so much chemistry. Gotcha. Yeah. It's, I mean, I, I only homebrew and I know, okay, here's what I need to do to get this done. And I've got my nice little brewing software to like, you know, give me the right calculations and all that, um, which does help to scale up when you're working in a brewery. Agreed. Yeah. But, um, having those types of certificates, especially if you want to work and, you know, uh, you know, in the beer, in the brewery, you know, being a brewer, really good things to have. Um, I would also say, you can say, you uh can say, I, you know, I, I poured behind the bar for a year or I worked at sales there for a year. Okay. Well, what actually says that you know what you're doing? Yeah. And I I would also say that, um, I'll, I'll just say from the DFW area, um, it's not just what you know, it's who you know and what Agreed. what in the world might be open at this moment that someone tells you, oh, hey, this place might be hiring a this and this. Um, also, most brewers pretty much start off, of what I know, in shoveling grain. So be prepared, you know, that if shoveling... Your back is going to hurt. <laughs> <laughs> shoveling grain is a great place to start, I think. Take a leave. <laughs> Um, yeah, shoveling grain is a great place to start if you want to brew. If you can find a brewery that, that will let you shovel grain, that's a great step in the door. I never shoveled grain, but I did mill grain. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, I've only I've only shoveled grain a couple times and was like, yeah, no, nah, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, Brianna, man, it has been so much fun talking to you. This has been just yeah, always. such a lovely conversation. Um, I love to give the end of the interview to the guest. Um, is there anything you would like to promote? Anybody um, you'd like to say, give a little shout out to? Um, you know, I know you've got an Instagram. That's where we've kind of communicated the most through. Um, you know, if you want to share that, uh, please, the rest of this time is yours. You know, I, you know, like we said, I do have my Instagram. Um, it's the underscore beer underscore monger. Um, pretty much makeup and my cats and beer. I have two little kitty cats and you'll see them a lot on my Instagram. Um, well, that's what the I internet was made for was cats. Right. The, so. the internet was made for cats and I have two really cute ones. Oh, okay. Um, and just to close out, you know, it's the breweries need us right now and support mm -hmm. your local craft breweries as much as you humanly possibly can. You know, okay, let me just do a little shameless plug. I just did a, the, I, I did an episode in this season. Um, I think it's episode number two, uh, where it is the five, I called them the five beer love languages, the beer patron love languages, mm -hmm. where I took the five love languages and, and applied it to like, if you are a beer patron, here are five good ways to show love to your local brewery, distillery, small business, however you want. Um, and that was a lot of fun to do because it was just uh, just all these different ways that you can just say, you know what, I really care for you uh, as a business and I want to support you and here are five different ways to do that. Um, and, and you don't have, it doesn't always have to be buying something, but there's definitely good ways to support a brewery or a small business without you know, like physically walking to the store. But that is, that does help the most. Agreed. It, and it's, you can even as simple as sharing a Facebook or Instagram post or tipping the, throwing, you know, a little extra tip to your bartender 
or going in and walking out with a case of beer. I mean, there's there's so many different things you can do to support your craft breweries, mm-hmm. and I'm, it's that's what's super important right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm going to just timestamp this real quick. We're at, like, uh, December 21st, week of Christmas. Um, this is definitely not coming up before Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, I want to say, Brianna, thank you so much for coming on. Stay Always. safe. Um, happy holidays. And you too. It's, it's always, today is, um, it's Yule and winter solstice. So happy Yule. Oh, well, ha- thank you very much. Happy winter solstice to you. Um, and thank you for coming on the podcast, Brianna. I really Always, appreciate I love this. chatting with you. Awesome. All right. You have yourself a good day. All right. You too.